Welcome to Celebrating Act Two. Celebrating Act Two is the user manual for the second half of your life. Welcome back to Celebrating Act Two, Founders Vlog with myself, Art Kirsch, and my partner, John Coleman. It, it's art. It sounds a little bit like the beginning of Star Trek, you know, at going where no man should go before. Stardate 17, 14, wait, 13. Wait, may the fourth be with us. It is. <laughs> <laughs> the COVID force. Yeah. I don't know what's going on here. This is. We are now have progressed with uh, the uh, coronavirus to the point where um, the world wants to open up. Hmm. And I guess we're doing it slowly. Um, certain places are, um, uh, I'm thinking about, I just got off the sun, uh, the phone with my grandson. He went surfing the other night. The mm. beaches are open in California, here in California. Speaking of beaches, I love the photo behind you. The uh, uh, Laguna Cove, what's that cove called? Uh, I don't know, I actually don't know where that is. This is a, uh, a drawing by uh, uh, my friend uh, Bill Drysdale. Uh, yeah, it's a, it's a famous cove. There's a great restaurant there, by the way, if you ever get a chance. I can't think of the, the name of it. The famous cove restaurant. I know it well. Um, I'll check it out and on our next um, uh, our next uh, activity, uh, next vlog. It's in South... Uh, this The cove, the place that he drew is a, is a famous artist um, spot. And it's in South Laguna Beach. Okay. And I'll I'll look it up and I'll get you the address and and you can you should go there to now, when the restaurants now, open. Now John, now that we've used up most of our vlog time, do you want me to start all over again from the beginning? <laughs> no 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 no. Okay. No. Because that relates that relates to what I wanted to talk about, you... which is the world is opening up, people are going out. Um, of course, every state is different. I guess uh, you know they always compare Wyoming to New York City, um, so. New York, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, the, the highly populated, very dense Northeast is going to have different rules than uh, we have in Southern California or Wyoming or anywhere else. But it'll be interesting to see um, not only how it works, because I think those places that open up early and, and loosen the rules, they're going to be an experiment. We're oh, going to see if the – if, uh, infection rate goes up or down or stays the same but it's also interesting to see it will be interesting to see how people react to this because there's a lot of people I know you've been much more conservative dare I use the word conservative wow. art curse holy cow well, but you've been much more conservative <laughs> about about following the isolation rules the the quarantine than I have and and my liberal my Ultra liberal friend John Coleman, did I say that? Uh, has uh, just blown caution to the wind, so to speak, in a minor so kind of way. Speak, yeah. Yeah. So to, well, by let's put it this way: by comparison, mm -hmm. sure. We're in different situations. So I have four acres to roam here, the, a garden and a grove to work in. But but for instance, two weeks ago, two and a half weeks ago, my grandsons came down actually a bunch of grandsons came down and helped me plant some new trees in the grove now nobody was wearing masks um they're teenagers they're 16 and 18 
and um, I didn't have a problem with it. They didn't have a problem with it. I know that they're they're responsible. That if they had any symptoms, they wouldn't have come. You know, um, and we were working together during the day. Plus, younger grandsons were here. Well, hold on. So your older grandsons have they been pretty much uh, sequestered in their home with their parents? Without uh, much Pretty contact much. with the outside world, okay. Pretty much, yeah, they have, and uh, they're doing school online, just like the younger grandsons mm-hmm. are doing school online. Right. Uh, everybody's doing school online. My g- oldest granddaughter um, is home from college; she's doing school online. So, um, no matter what the age is, all school seems to be online, which I don't think is a bad thing. It's a it was a trend that the colleges particularly wanted to um, accelerate. But more importantly for you and me, because we are the generation, uh, maybe not a generation, but we are the the population that is, um, what do they call it, highly susceptible? Mm-hmm. We're, we're the uh, we're the most in danger, you know? We have, we're the <laughs> age well, group. Well, I remember I have a 30-year-old plan, so I'm not, probably not as endangered as you are, because my, the fact that I have a rolling plan for 30 years, I think gives me <laughs> a degree of immunity, but still we've been sequestered. So I want to make a confession to you, John. Yeah, okay. Because, okay. Okay. I, I mean, I know that you're just out there and you're, look, we're both huggers. That's one of our, because we're both from New York originally, so, you know, we're huggers. Where, where everybody could use a good hug. But uh, yesterday, after uh, about a five, four or five week uh, I think about five weeks uh, with our youngest grandchildren uh, who are five and seven uh, we got our first hug we were el- hug- really? we were hug eligible <laughs> so um, I know, I know that would surprise you is there somebody I should be reporting you to yes to uh, my wife but since she <laughs> she cried when she hugged Okay, kids. After five I, weeks, I believe it. I but believe it, yeah. but they've been sequestered at home with their parents, with virtually no outside contact, even for the parents in the last three oh, weeks. Those and, poor parents. And we've been here. <laughs> well, there's a, that's a different story, but that's probably for <laughs> celebrating Act One, really. <laughs> but uh, I'm sure there are uh, a lot of people who who can go through that uh, yeah. problem. But uh, so yesterday after. All of us had been isolated, uh, a, a, including uh, their other gran- grandmother. Uh, they made a, a trip where we all lived pretty close, and uh, they uh, decided that it was time that we could intermix. What will happen if they go back to school may change everything, but uh, sure. I had a nice uh, uh, catch with a hardball with my uh, grandson, who's seven. And um, That's wonderful. There was another catch kind of thing with a, a Velcro mitt with uh, my granddaughter, but uh, it was just a wonderful half hour. It wasn't just being six feet apart. So I I, am being wild like you in a lot of ways, although I'm still not a a shopper. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. But but that's okay. Mm. It's, it's part of the, part of the process that the country is going through right now of of step by step, seeing what we can get away with. And my guess is that it's going to be pretty, interesting in two weeks from now since there are what about 30 states that are opening to one degree or another and i think even new york with uh, uh uncle andy uh governor cuomo who by the way has this wonderful fireside chat kind of sense to him yeah uh, uh 
uh, and they're probably it's a, it's a very it's a very New York Italian fireside chat. Yeah. Hey, yeah. you go. Hey, you food. You should be feeling good. Hey. Wait. Yeah, you're going to the park, huh? <laughs> you went to the park again. No mask. Um, but in any event, they're they're still pretty strict, as it's California for the most part. And yes. I think the big the the big concept is what's going to happen when people start getting around. So hospitalization rates in certain places have gone down. In others, they didn't. And right. uh, so the question will be: two weeks from now, are we going to have a huge spike in certain places? Italy is sure. also you never know. Italy is also know. opening up. So yeah. Now you've been you've been sort of. Um, uh, uh, well, store diving, shop diving, uh, dumpster dive. No, uh, store diving for the last uh, <laughs> uh, uh, three or four weeks yeah, on a regular you know basis, right? Quit, quit trying to describe it. You're making it worse. Okay. Yes, I go to the store. Yeah, and yes, I, I, I have. Are you masked or unmasked? Oh no, no, I go masked. I, I I'm trying to be intelligent about it without being fearful. This is my attitude. Mm-hmm. My attitude is that there are some people who uh, get scared of this, unreasonably scared. Um, I think we all ought to be intelligently scared. I mean, it is something to be scared about. Let's face it. This is I. You don't may not know this, but I had an uncle who died of the Spanish flu in 1923. Did not know that. And uh, it was a, it was a terrible thing, and it went around the world three times. Mm-hmm. Uh, he got killed on the second round the world believe it or not. So um, it's it that is not comparable to this because that he was 16 years old and that flu targeted just about everybody but right. particularly the young and the healthy. This flu is not targeting anybody can get it and the fear is not that the kids are going to get it and die from it. The fear is that the kids are going to get it and give it, it to the grandparents. Right. Yeah. Because we're we're the uh, the generation yeah. Yep. that are more vulnerable. And let's face it, uh, anybody over 50, there's a good chance that you've got what they're calling, what Dr. Liz told us is, quote, an underlying condition. Right. Well, what's an underlying condition? It could be anything from a mild respiratory history to uh, uh, to a, a regular disease to a, you know... High blood pressure because apparently it has a lot to do with getting oxygen moved around in your system. Find uh, find me somebody over 65 who doesn't have high blood pressure. Right. You know, they're out there, but we don't know any of them. So uh, the point is that our generation, the, the over 50 crowd, uh, we really are the target of this particular uh, disease. And I don't think, this is my personal opinion, I don't think the problem is so much that we're not going to be taking care of ourselves. I think the problem is that the rest of the world is going to get loosey-goosey about this and forget how easily it is, how easy it is to transmit it to you and me and our wives and our grandparents. Right. And that's the danger. That's the danger. Well, I, th- for- I think I, I, I totally agree with you. As a matter of fact, uh, probably uh, we live in a, an over 55 community. So uh, the uh, we've heard of virtually no even though some people are going in and out, there's virtually no infection. Most people here are sequestered on the compound, although all of the current, the common areas like swimming pools. Art, let me interrupt you uh, for just a second because we, this we could have this conversation sure. ad infinitum. 
I think the important thing is that we are all we all should be cautious and we should all remember to let those we know and love uh, remind them to be cautious on our behalf. Right. And, and the reason why, uh, again, I'm normally the, the first one to try new things is that uh, I do understand that uh, since we don't have any uh, significant treatment, particularly for people who are in the uh, the underlying conditions uh, age group, our age group, is that uh, the problem with this is that even if you and I got it, the chances are that most most of us will have, it may be awful for a while, but we'll get over it. Okay, so it's just a higher rate of if you get it and you get it bad, you're screwed. So I think right. we recognize that. But most of us will get it and we'll will survive it and then hopefully we'll have immunities so i think the real thing is that uh it's just a question of how uh further afield i'm willing to go uh to risk getting it from somebody i mean we have instacart delivering uh uh maybe uh, once a week uh, one thing or another right. we have our grandson who actually works he's he's almost uh, got his emt and he works in a hospital right now in emergency admitting so uh that's, he, that's something neither you or i would be willing to do at our age uh correct oh well, i'd be willing to do it if i knew that i uh, i was somewhat protected against it because i don't yeah. mind those kind of 30 things. years old and you weren't a target yeah. but when he shops for us just like the instacart people we may do a drive-by and he'll put it in the back of our car and we just talk right. just but right. i wipe down everything uh, with yeah. uh, disinfecting wipes, uh, whether it be Instacart or anybody else, because they don't even necessarily know that they have. It's not like they're doing well, that... risky things, because many of them not. Right. The, the shoppers are not doing right. risky things, but they're walking around a store that's got everybody else there. Uh, half of you whom just, are not wearing you masks. The, you just hit the nail on the head, mm -hmm. and that is they don't know, we don't know, the government doesn't know, the experts don't know, and it's unfortunate but this is going to have to go around the world and we're going to learn the hard way with the experiment of some states open, some states right. closed. We're going to learn and see where it goes. And we're, we don't even know yet that it's that having had it gives you any kind of immunity. So, so, so at this point, so at this point, John, for another year or two, we're in a learning curve. I think that uh, probably the most important takeaway here is that in two weeks from now, once these states have opened up for a while, we get a chance to observe, are they going to get spikes in cases and things like that? Right. I suspect that there will be because there's just too many more people interacting at this particular point in time. But it will be interesting to see what happens with that and how severe that is. And uh, this is something we're in, for us, we're in uncharted territory. Right. Although right. I would, so I'm wishing all of our audience, uh, if they could share with us things that they see as they may be in other states, uh, in Texas and Florida and the Midwest. Sure. Uh, well, they're, they're all over the place because there's about, what, 30 of them? Uh, at least 13 that have really severely opened up. But we'd sure. like to hear from you and let us know your experience. Are you going out? Do you feel comfortable? Or maybe a week from now. Is that when you first start feeling comfortable because right. you see other people going out? But I really think that what has to happen is taking a look at it about two weeks down, which is a, a, everybody sort of agrees that that's the kind of period of time from from uh, getting uh, exposed to maybe uh, showing the signs to see what happens with that. 
Yeah. And I think uh, for the near future, we all have to be cautious. But it's going to be an individual case. It's right. an, an, an individual choice of how we proceed. So with that, um, I'd say, Art, good health. That's same to you, John. And uh, and stay cautious. I, and um, and I can't, I'm hoping I, that we'll get – I'm hoping we'll be able to get together for coffee soon. And a hug. I need a hug and a, for my John. And a hug. Yeah. <laughs> In the meantime, hugs, official hugs, yeah. big hug. Put your arms out, Art. Right. Big hug I, to I, all our viewers and all our friends. Yes. Yes. Hug. Hug. Okay. Yeah. Hug. Hug. Okay. Hug. See, see ya. <laughs> anyway, uh, see you in a couple of weeks. Well, actually, we'll see you okay. every week. I wonder we'll have to have an intermediate thing to talk about next week. Two weeks from now, we're going to continue this discussion, like part two of venturing out. Okay. Okay. So next week, we can talk about the value of hugging. Yeah. <laughs> well, sure. Anyway, uh, thank you for joining us this time, and uh, we look forward to seeing you again soon. And stay safe out there. Amen. For more on Celebrating Act Two, visit our webpage, follow us on Facebook, subscribe to us on YouTube, and tell your friends. Celebrating Act Two is the user manual for the second half of your life.